Hey, hey, welcome to day 24 of the Get Up and Go Challenge. Sharon Horn Elstrom here with day 24 of our Get Up and Go free October 30 day challenge. Today is the, the day 24, and we're going through the soap framework, third time through the soap framework, covering our actually whatever area you want to be working on physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial relationships or contribution. I'm working on relationships, and probably the most embarrassing, hardest one for me on the planet is the R in relationships. These are my keys to remind me of the different seven areas of my life. Actually, we'll throw this in my backpack or I'll throw this when I'm in my purse when I'm going somewhere or I just have it sitting by my workstation to remind me that I need to pay attention, at least a little bit of attention to each of these areas and aspects of my life or they will get my attention. To be honest, the area, one of the areas I've been, been ignoring the most in my life is the area of relationships and especially the area of uh, personal relationship personal one-on-one -on -one relationship with another human being not friends and family but like a, a dating type remote romantic relationship and so yesterday our homework was to brainstorm at least 10 or come up with that list of at least 10 ideas of things we could possibly do to close the gap from where we are to where we want to be remember in the s we decide and we talk about the story of where we are to where we want to be in o we think of all of the possible options and not all of them of course but as many as we can always more than three possible options of what we can do and then we shared three now i haven't typed my three in yet so i'm going to share them with you right now they are ask friends and family uh, about how to get out in the game of of life again and interacting with other human beings more coronavirus has really challenged many of us me included and i was kind of that way before just for the last couple of years as my visions deteriorated my you know my interaction my actually getting out into the physical world has been curtailed a bit as well so <clears throat> one of the things i i am committing to myself to doing as part of the get up and go challenge is actually engaging more getting out more both online one of my three is to do online events on online activity and interactions and zooms and things like that more and the other is to um, do more actual physical activities where I get out and go do things, get involved with things that have always interested me with respect to, of course, and consideration of my health because I do have um, to be a little more careful. I'm old. I'm in the age range now where I need to be careful and I've had health, past health challenges, so I need to be a little more careful. But for the most part, I'm not really afraid of it. So I know that I'm always going to do what's right to protect my health and those of the people I love and care about. My daughter is... Um, five plus months pregnant right now and so I need to make sure that since we live in the same household that I am super careful to protect not only myself but her as well and my new granddaughter so <clears throat> one of the things was to talk with friends and family be get from being closed on the topic of having um dating and other type relationships to from from close to open I'm not going to expect a lot I'm just going from I'm absolutely close to the idea to how do I open up to the possibility of of getting in, in, involved again so um, one was friends and family ones was activities get out more act, volunteer for things get involved in things teach things share my knowledge and wisdom go for walks do the things and the hobbies and, and that I like to do and the other one was online events and things which I already touched on so now that I picked those three things or I'm, I might want to consider other things on my list what am I gonna do a the a in soap framework a in the soap framework stands for action nothing happens until we do something take some action you know there's all this uh 
talk and, and belief that you can just think your way to whatever you want. Well, you got to have the right mindset, absolutely positively. But if you just think and sit on your couch and don't do anything ever, when you think of an idea or something that, you know, you're inspired to do, nothing is going to happen. You will, you will die sitting on the couch, wishing and hoping for things to happen. If you don't ever take that next step and, and follow through on the inspired action. So I call this one, um, act real now. And why did I call it act real now? Number one, it's, we have to have an action focus an action direction. Nothing happens. We can study things for years and years and years, but until we actually try and do something, nothing happens. You can read about how to be an excellent athlete or an excellent tennis player, or you can study videos and you can read and you can go to courses and seminars online or off and listen to all of it. But if you never pick up a tennis racket, you're never going to be a great tennis player. You're never even going to be able to play the game of tennis because you'll never have actually done it. It's like riding a bike. You can, you can read and you can study and you can uh, have people teach you and train you on how to ride a bike. But until you actually sit on a bike and attempt to ride it and probably fall on your head a couple of times, you're not going to actually be able to do it and master it. It's all about taking action. And I say real because you need to take real inspired action in action that you are, you, you, you feel like you should take, like it will move you in the right direction. Every action we take is definitely not going to move us in the right direction. Do we make mistakes? Will we try things that don't work? Absolutely. But we have to try them and do things anyway, because we never know which action is actually going to be the one that we get the breakthrough toward what we want on. Uh, there's a reason that I've been involved in 27 or more different businesses and careers and activities in my life. I wasn't sure which one was going to work for me. So I tried a whole lot of different things on to figure out what was right, what felt right for me. And then I ended up in some businesses that actually were really successful, but were bad for me. They didn't feel right for me. So you can be involved in the wrong business, but still get success. You can be involved in the right business and still fail. It depends on your actions and are you moving toward what it is that you want in any area or any aspect of your life. So couple of tools. I'm going to share more than one tool this time with respect to um, taking action for a couple of reasons. We need to take action right now. We need to do something right now to get moving and to get some momentum, to get some experience. So Mel Robbins, and, and I don't know if she made this up or if she got it from someone else, but she has a whole book on something called 54321 Blast Off. And it means you give yourself five seconds to actually move and take an action. Um, I've done this my whole life, but I love the framework that she shares the five, four, three, two, one. You give yourself five seconds and then you move, you just move, you act. You can use this for little things or big things. You can use it for things, especially things that you need a little courage or that you're a little afraid to do. So five, four, three, two, one, and then you do, you move, you do it. Five, four, three, two, one, your alarm clock goes off. Five, four, three, two, one, your feet hit the floor and you are out of bed. That's, that's probably the best thing that anyone can ever do is understand the power of moving and acting fast. The hardest, one of the hardest things, and I say this all the time and people, I don't know if they believe me or not. And maybe it's just because when I was younger, I had physical health challenges and chronic pain. And the hardest thing I had to do every morning literally was to get up and get out of bed. If I could get up and get out of bed, if I could get my feet on the floor and stand up, I, I had already won the day because I had done literally the mental, physical, emotional, 
hardest thing that I was going to have to do that day. Did, did it mean that I didn't hurt worse or I didn't have more challenges during the day? No, but it was going from that sleep state, that unconscious subconscious sleep state to the awakened state and the up and moving. That was the hardest thing because once we start moving, you know, the whole inertia thing, once we get a, an, an item an, or an article or an object in motion, it will continue to move and stay in motion unless acted upon by an equal or opposite force. So once we get moving, we can keep moving, but we have to actually be the energy and the momentum that gets us moving in the first place. So I love five, four, three, two, one blast off. That's a great one for, for taking action. Now, even when we're afraid, we can take action now. Um, and then the other thing is how do you evaluate? How do you know, when you have made this list of things that you could possibly do, how do you know which one you should do first? I think we talked about plus and minus. We've talked about um, rating things on important or urgency. Now, today I want to talk about one that's actually one that I pretty much do automatically now. I didn't used to do it automatically, but I do now. And it's called the heart, head, and intuition. Heart, head, gut, or heart, head, intuition, depending on what you want to say. Um, analysis tool and idea and filters. And I put on... Every time I need to make a choice or a decision, I run that choice or decision through my head, of course, because my head is usually the one that's telling me, no, don't do that. That's stupid. You're scared. You can't possibly do that. That's not going to work for you. Yeah, it's worked for millions of other people, but it's not going to work for you. So you can't do it. Or there's millions of other people doing it, so you can't do it, which is ridiculous, right? So first, the idea or the action, I run it through my head filter. Then I run it through my heart filter because there are a lot of things that my head, I will talk myself out of doing, but my heart knows it's the right thing to do. And so I run it through my heart and I run it through my head. And then the biggest one that I, I didn't used to do, I used to ignore my intuition and ignore my, my gut instinct on things all the time. If my head said it was right, I would usually go with it. If it said it was wrong and my heart was like not really in it, I would not do the thing. But if my heart and head were both saying yes and everything looked good and amazing on paper, I would usually do the thing. So I think of um, my my relationship with my ex-husband. My heart and my head said yes. My intuition said no, but I totally ignored my intuition. Same with a business partner. I had a business partner that was unimaginably god-awful bad. I mean, did things that I could not even fathom or imagine that someone would do to anyone, much less to somebody they were in partnership with for a business. And this happened to be a family member. So my intuition said, don't do it. But everything on paper and in my heart said, okay, do it. Help this person out. And lo and behold, it ended up being, because I didn't listen to my intuition, an absolute positive nightmare on so many levels. So I filter everything, every decision, every choice. And I'll do that with these three today through my heart, my head, and my gut, my intuition. So if my gut says, um, ask, okay, say my head says, ask friends and family about opening up to the possibility of, of dating or whatever they call it these days. And then my heart says, yeah, I could probably ask my friends and family. But my gut says, don't freaking ask your friends and family because you know it's going to be a nightmare. I'm probably not going to choose that option to, to talk to friends and family about um, people they might know that would be, you know, compatible with me. Uh, so I'm going to filter everything through my heart, my head, and my intuition. Now, if you want to take it a, a step further, there's a technique I learned probably in college and used 
a lot throughout corporate America. It's when you had a list of alternatives and choices and different actions or projects you could do, you would assign value to each of those items. And if this was a simpler form of the urgent, important, and the, the ad, adding numerical values to that, although you can use nominal group technique with that as well. But what you do is say I have 10 possibilities, 10 possible options I can take. I, and, and this is better in a group, getting different people to, to weigh in, so it's more of a team thing than it is me individually, but I've used it on myself as well. So for example, with the head, head, heart, and intuition, I could assign a value from one to 10 of how I'm feeling about each of those items and then rate them and then add up in total and then the one with the highest total because that uh, one to 10, I would say 10 means that I'm more leaning toward doing that. One would be, no, I don't. My, my heart, my head, or my intuition says no. My, and then positive would be a higher number on one to 10. that I could add up for each of the alternatives and come up with the priority order. Nominal group technique is another way of doing that, but usually with a group, my daughter used this to name her puppy. She won a puppy when she was about eight years old. And we always told her she couldn't get a puppy till she was 10. So she won this puppy at the Pheasants Forever Banquet and spent the next three days trying to name the puppy, coming up with names. And so she would have everyone in the family, there were four of us, nominal group technique, her name. So she listed out all these names. I was obviously a corporate quality manager at the time and had taught her what nominal group technique was. So she'd have all the names and then we would take the, the number of names minus one. So if she had 10 names, we would all get nine votes and we would rank those names, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, based on our favorites. So our favorite got a nine, our next favorite got an eight. And then we would tally them up, get a total, and that would, there'd be a, a winner, a high number of the ranks. And then she would come up with more names and do it again. And we went through nominal group technique, I don't remember how many times, at least a dozen in that three-day period when she finally came up with the name of Cola, K-O-L-A, for her jet black, um, black lab puppy. And it was really fun, but it goes to show you, even an eight-year-old child can use this strategy and this technique to help make a decision and a choice easier. And sometimes our head wants to wants or needs more information. Our heart and intuition say, yeah, we should do this, but we want more proof that we should do it. So nominal group technique is a good way to do that. Like I said, it works better in a group than it does individually. And I'm definitely not going for any group input on this particular thing. I will just rate one to 10 head, heart, intuition for myself and then come up with my, my order and I will pick the one action I'm gonna take. Now, of course, of course, of course, our action item today is to pick one thing and do it, actually do it. So I want you to share in the action item thread what one thing you're gonna do, whether you've done it or not, it doesn't matter, but what one thing are you committing to doing? Because guess what, when you write it down, you're holding yourself accountable to actually doing it. That's why I am writing all of these assignments and things and doing all of these assignments in, my book because I'm holding myself accountable. Doesn't matter what anybody else sees or knows or does. It matters that I actually am doing it because I'm doing it for me, right? And you need to be doing it for you. So today, three possible ways of looking at things. We want to act now. So we're going to use five, four, three, two, one, blast off. Once we decide the thing that we're going to do, what action we're going to take to move us from where we are to where we want to be closer in our, our, uh, the area we're working on. So I'm working on relationships. So I want to be from closed to open and fill that gap. What am I going to do? And I'm going to use my heart, my head, and my intuition to actually go back 
and analyze. This was my big list. And then here's my three. Analyze probably, I don't know if I'll do all of them or if I'll just do the three. It depends what I got going on today, whether I will look at all 10 and analyze all 10 using my head, my heart, my intuition, which I probably will because it doesn't take that much longer to do 10 as it does three. And I'll, I'm going to actually use numbers one through 10 and rate them and see what one comes up highest on the list because I, I actually just thinking about it don't have one that stands out and says oh you should do this so I'm gonna do that I actually did notice today as I was starting this video that down on Facebook there's actually a dating tab so maybe I'll check that out that was pretty funny okay so that is our action today our real action now and if you need some help in in helping you maybe you need some motivation to to act just remind yourself of why why do I want to get from open from close to open open close close to open why do I want to get from being closed in this area to open what's what happens and what's in it for me if I do do it what what am I gonna pay what's the cost of me not doing it not doing anything and I want to weigh that and, and if I need more motivation personal motivation I ask myself why and I think we went through the seven whys early on in the challenge but if we if you missed that one go back and listen to the tape I I could probably look and see what day it was. I want to say it was early on. Actually, day six. So go back and listen to day six. And that will tell you the, the seven whys and how powerful a tool that is. So now we got a whole bunch of tools. Let's just go out and do it. Get up and go. Take action. Do something today to move you toward what you want. And tomorrow we will talk about the big P in our SOAP framework. Because that is the glue that brings it all and ties it all together and brings it home. Have a fun day. I will, of course, be with you tomorrow.